What's up, everybody? Welcome to a breaking news segment for PSI Love You XOXO. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Blessing and Yoye Junior. What's up, Greg? Uh, what is up, Blessing? Is that the world of video games continues to get crazy? Influenced, it's of course, over. by the crazy world of just the world around us. So, yeah, the crazy, the crazy world of the world. So, Blessing, here we are on a Thursday. I'm I'm here playing a game at home, just getting ready for you know reviews and stuff like that. I think mm-hmm. I got this on uh, lock. I get to sit here. I get to just do this until I play The Last of Us later with Nick this afternoon on Twitch.tv. So yep. that's kind of funny games. Come watch us. Um, and then what do I see? A tweet from the one and only at PlayStation. Update. SIE has made the difficult decision to delay the launch of The Last of Us Part 2 and Marvel's Iron Man VR until further notice. Logistically, uh, the global crisis is preventing us from providing the launch experience our players deserve. And then follow up to their own tweet. Currently, there are no other delays to report, but we'll keep you updated. Blessing you, of course, we're in the middle of Kind of Funny Games Daily when yeah. this happened. We were, to- we were toward the end. We yeah. were doing Kind of Funny. It was legit as soon as we clicked kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. I saw I saw <laughs> the yeah it, it popping like it I clicked it and then all of a sudden just a bunch of uh, submissions came in yeah. from, from everybody saying that hey Last of Us Part Two has been delayed yeah which is crazy but like not unexpected not unexpected I think what the crazy part is is that it's until further notice I want to get back to that yes. I want to bring in more context of course this is all happening live as we go it's eleven forty one here so this and that tweet went up at eleven on the dot so it's been forty minutes there's been other things uh, Naughty Dog themselves put out this statement. As you've, like, as you've likely seen, the release of The Last of Us Part 2 has been delayed. We're sure this news is just as disappointing for, to you as it is to us. We wanted to reach out to all of you in our community to give you a little more information. The good news is we're nearly done with the development of The Last of Us Part 2. We are in the midst of fixing our final bugs. However, even with us finishing the game, we were faced with the reality that due to the logistics, I'm sorry, due to logistics beyond our control, we couldn't launch launch The Last of Us Part 2 to our satisfaction. We want to make sure everyone gets to play The Last of Us Part 2 around the same time, ensuring that we're doing everything possible to preserve the best experience for everyone. This meant delaying the game until such a time where we can solve these logistic issues. We were bummed about this decision, but ultimately understood it's what's best and fair to all our players. We are hoping that this won't be a long delay and we'll update you as soon as we have new information to share. We wish you all, your families, and your friends the best of health. Thank you for being amazing fans and your continued support. Stay safe. Naughty Dog. Uh, Neil Druckmann quote tweeted that and said, extremely sad to deliver this news to y'all. Ultimately, the situation is out of our control. We hope you understand. Stay safe out there, heart. Uh, I saw Evan Wells, uh, Arnie Meyer, and a bunch of other folks out there saying very similar things, quote tweeting the official Naughty Dog response. Obviously, that speaks for the whole studio. Meanwhile, over on Camouflage's Twitter, they haven't said anything uh, original they did retweet uh playstation's thing uh, their camouflage not as active on social media as they should be if you ask mm-hmm. me ryan payton uh last tweet being another retweet on february 7th before that january 17th which was their delay announcement that they were uh pushing the game uh to march fi- or i'm sorry may iron 15th. man vr yeah iron man vr to may 15th sorry come on you're listening to bs i love you xoxo you don't know camouflage working on an iron man game they made republic come on now uh so to, to remind you all it was May 15th, Friday, May 15th for Iron Man VR, and it was May 29th, another Friday for The Last of Us Part 2. So back to it, Blessing Eddie Uye Jr. Yes. The thing that I, I, 
I expected a delay of Last of Us. We've been talking about that more and more on this show, right? And I think yep. even uh, we, Games Daily, it's been a topic of conversation. Basically, anywhere where we're talking about the coronavirus and its impact on all industries, let alone the gaming one, it's been this idea of you are Naughty Dog. You are in the final throes of making this game. What does being forced to work from home do to that structure? Now, of course, the statement here is not about that. I thought this game would be delayed because, hey, this is screwed up our production pipeline or pipeline when in, what they're saying is actually it's the opposite of that we're fine the game's almost done we're in the, the final mixes of it here instead it's the fact that it's the logistics pipeline that we've seen right now so many people upset about final fantasy 7 being released early in europe and australia but not everywhere mm-hmm. else yeah blessing is this I feel like we, Jen and I have the same conversation. Every, you know, every day here during quarantine at the end, we go for a walk, right? And mm. stay six feet apart from everybody else. Don't worry and do all this different stuff. But it's this conversation of when we're heads down on our work, I think the insanity of what we're living through is able to be brushed to the side and kind of lost. Then you get out there and you start having these conversations and it starts becoming more and more clear. Here we are, you know, with... Video games, obviously a source of entertainment, not the, by any means the most important thing happening right now. But the mm-hmm. fact that it is delayed indefinitely, right? Like they won't even put a day, even fucking yeah. Gamescom and RTX yesterday was like, RTX is like, hey, we're not doing it on this date. We have another date for you. The fact that PlayStation is saying for two of their biggest in imminent first party games, right? Holy shit, and I know well, Camouflage is in first party, but remember, as Naughty Dog told me, or as Insomniac told me, that it is the same yeah. thing from... Iron Man happen. VR is a first party game, right? Yeah. We, well, yeah. it, they're not a first party studio, but it's a first party game because they it's have first exclusive party game. Yeah. Yes. The, that's the thing that gets me is the fact that both these games are delayed indefinitely, but they say nothing about Ghost of Tsushima, which is coming mm-hmm. out in June, right? And I don't know if that's a thing of, hey, we're biding our time. We're, we're trying to see how the situation progresses. Maybe a month from now we hear about Ghost of Tsushima's delay. Yeah. Um, but the fact that Ghost of Tsushima still has a date and they decided not to put a date on The Last of Us Part Two and Iron Man VR makes me curious. I, under, I also understand the idea of, hey, let's not say, like maybe they could have said July, for Last of Us Part Two and Iron Man VR, yeah, and it was a thing of, hey, we've already pushed this thing once, or at this point twice, yeah. We don't want to have to push it a, th- a third time because that at that point we're just playing with people's, people's emotions, and so let's just let's just say indefinite. We'll get it out when we get it out. Well, I think um, it's I'm also surprised... sorry. Go ahead. I'll say I, I'm also surprised they don't just say like at a later time in 2020. I feel like that would be that wouldn't be more hope. Just the words indefinitely makes it's it's just it's just a crazy way to put it it's crazy because it's so not what we have known the video game industry to be in the entirety of the video game industry right like Mm -hmm. if you're going to announce something like this you put yeah a year a season a whatever on it a date if it's this close but it is this i think humbling experience for what we're seeing and the things we love and the industry we follow so closely is that yes this is unprecedented in terms of battling covid and it is this thing that when we sit here and we talk about like, oh, we don't know business. It's the adults in, in the room, the people who are running uh, SIE, the people who are running PlayStation, right? You get to this line where legitimately it is this, and I'm getting a bit hyperbolic here, but it's the same idea I think of, I think the scariest part, stick with me, of the re- the remake of Dawn of the Dead, one a movie I love, and I love zombie movies I talk about all the time, right? Is mm-hmm. that intro snippet where they're having a conversation with the, the CDC and they ask them, are these, they've been asking all these questions, and the guy's answering and answering and answering, and they go, like, are they alive or dead? And he goes, I don't know. And the room explodes with other questions, right? It's the same idea here of, like, legitimately we're 
the adults in the room are like, we don't know. We could put another date on it, but why? We legitimately don't know what's going to happen in a month and a half from now, where we're going to be as not only a country, a world, in terms of how we're going to be able to roll this stuff out. You know, one of the I, I put up a tweet right as we went live, so I'll get into it in a second. But when I put up my initial t- quote tweet of like, here's the news, here's just, you know, take all the time you need kind of thing. One of the responses was like, well, why don't they just go digital? You know what I mean? Like I heard discs are already being pu- pu- pressed, but it's like if – the discs are already pressed. Fine. Where are you going to ship those? Where are people going to buy yeah. those? Like you can't like again to get back to the business aspect of it. Like unless we were already at the point where 85, 90% of sales are, are digital only, that would be the only universe you're thinking they're going to release this. This is going to be PlayStation's arguably and unless something really comes out of the blue, right? It's going to be their biggest game of the year. And so to come in and be like, all right, cool, we're only doing it digitally, you're cutting your nose off to spite your face, right? You're looking at probably what, and the numbers trade around all the time, but like what, 50%, if not more, of the people who don't buy games digitally or haven't in the past, are they suddenly going to change their ways? Are they going to wait for that cool collector's edition that Naughty Dog has put out with the Ellie backpack and all the other jazz? Like, there's so many different pieces to this puzzle. They've already paid it off at GameStop, so they're not going to. And they, I don't even know. I'm not even sure what the headache it would be right now to try to get a re- refund for something you've paid off at GameStop in a physical store. Couldn't you do that online? Is that a long phone call? Is it a million other things? Like, mm-hmm. literally, you're seeing the video game industry, at least in this this very specific case on Iron Man's two, I guess, grind to a halt, right? Like, this is a full stoppage of, like, all right, cool. We, yeah. don't, know, we, we don't know what to do from here. We have to stop. That's do you feel fucking like, insane. Do you feel like production pipeline is the thing, though? Because you mentioned before about how they say that they're they're in the finishing touches, they're, they're finalizing final bugs. But the quote here in Naughty Dog's statement specifically, where they say, however, even with us finishing the game, we were faced with the reality that due to logistics beyond our control, we couldn't launch The Last of Us Part Two to our satisfaction. Because to me, that tells me that that is also like a readiness thing. Like it, it sounds like to me, uh, maybe this work from home situation may, means that they're not able to move as, as quickly as they wanted to. Because we know that, like, through report, reports from Jason Schreier and others, that like yeah. they have there there is a crunch culture there. They do uh, have people stay at the studio for quite a bit when it comes to getting their game done. And when everybody has to stay at home, what does that mean for them? finalizing the last of us part two in this time that's probably crucial for getting the game out the door um and so for them to to, for them to to talk about to our satisfaction um and like due to logistics which does like point to pipelines but to me could also point to hey this game just can't be ready without us being in the studio together working together at, at full pace Yes, no. Uh, I think this similar this strikes back to a conversation we were having with Gary yesterday on Kind of Funny Games Daily, where he was talking about how uh, Bethesda is, you know, saying, "Well, because of everything going on, we can't do the showcase, right?" And Gary was like, "Well, maybe it's actually a blessing. Maybe they weren't where they wanted to be with it, and this is, gives them an out, kind of thing." Mm-hmm. I, that sounds nefarious when you spell it out. I wouldn't be surprised if yes, what you're talking about isn't. I don't think. That's 100% the reason, but I also don't think it's 100% not the reason. I think that there's some mix in there where, yes, I think it's completely – it is to be expected that closing a studio and sending everybody home and setting up these work-from-home solutions would, in fact, lead to – problems it would in fact lead to you having way more known shippables which means that you know yes there's bugs in this game we're aware of them but it's not enough to break it send it out i think Mm -hmm. this does give them more time to fix that fix that line but it does i mean what the line you're quoting right you uh, there is however even with us finishing the game which to me makes them being like even with us being on the precipice of having this game gold and done we're faced with the reality that due to logistics beyond our control now yeah to your point logistics beyond our control i think does 
uh, include, hey, y'all have to work from home. I think it does include, hey, the place that's making discs is running at half capacity. It does include that, hey, yeah. GameStop is not open to sell the physical. Like, there's all these pieces of the puzzle to it. And so, yeah, I think if I'm – this sucks, right? This and, this and, again, I know I'm going, oh, yeah. I'm going right back to the same conversation I always do of – I'm saying this sucks for Naughty Dog, and I can imagine everyone in the room being pissed off and on Slack and upset about this. The world sucks right now, right? So this isn't yeah. the worst thing in the world, obviously. But it does suck that in uh, you imagine their mind and where they were on their timeline in February. They were on pace. They were on track. They were going to do this. They were going to uh, finish off everything they needed to, be ready to go, be ready to roll. Bam, here's Last of Us Part 2. And so for all this to fall apart like it has fallen apart here, and I mean all of it, the world falling apart, you're like, yeah. fuck, and, right? And like, and I know like it's all about perspective and understanding that like there's a bigger world in video games out there, and the bigger world is being affected in way more uh, traumatic ways than the ways in which video games are being being uh, affected. But I am still allowing myself to feel very sad about this. Like, oh yeah, you know when when the when the news first hit, uh, or when me and Tim both first saw the news at the same time when we were reading through You're Wrong, both of us were just like. Like it, we were both both speechless. Like we didn't really have words for it because it's one of those things where it is the thing of we want to play the Last of Us Part Two, and like we're we're very much looking forward to the game. The game's already been delayed um, at this point multiple times. Yeah, but you know I, I can wait to play the Last of Us Part Two. I think it's it's this compounded with Iron Man VR, compounded with E3 getting canceled and GDC getting canceled, and all this different stuff happening. Like it is, it all it all it all sucks. I don't know right? if you said it on the show, but before this, I called Tim to tell him what my plan was for why I'm doing this this uh, you know quick PS I love you update and all this jazz. And he was yeah, he's like oh, of course blah, blah blah. And then he's like yeah, it's just crazy. And we're talking a little bit about this, and he's like, you have to ask yourself at what point is Final Fantasy VII the last game of the year candidate that gets released this year? And that yeah. again, because again, that's what we're talking about is like delays. I'm always, if you need to delay your game, delay your game. I'd rather your game be great. I'd rather you have a shot. I'd rather you put out what you're going to be happy with, right? It is this, in, you know, like to what you're saying, maybe some of it's a little bit of smoke and mirrors or whatever, but it is this statement of like, they're delayed indefinitely. Meaning that, yeah. that, that shows PlayStation doesn't know what's going on. It, it brings up all these questions. It reignites the same conversation you and I have had on PSI Love You for the last three weeks, right? Of, is the PlayStation 5 really going to release? Because again, like, Delaying Last of Us Part 2 indefinitely means that you want to wait the situation out and see what happens. You want to see when GameStop start reopening. Not only start reopening, when are they all up and running again? And I use GameStop as brick-and-mortar retail. When is brick-and-mortar retail back up and running? When is the production pipeline, or I guess delivery pipeline, right? The goods and services pipeline. Back to a point where non-essential goods don't need to stress it out. That's the other thing to this, right? Is like, yeah, you could ship all this, you know, the last of us to fucking Walmart, but why? Get toilet paper out there, get uh, hand wipes, get all the stuff people actually need going that way, right? Take mm -hmm. these, make these sacrifices. And so as you line those questions up, you start looking at the dominoes and you start wondering, right, of like, if they're not confident enough to say a month, and granted, to your point too. Or like, even a year. Yep. To your point too of like, what does this mean for Ghost of Tsushima? It like this sets off. I think this is such a canary in the coal mine of what does it mean for Ghost of Tsushima? What does it mean for PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X? What does it mean for Cyberpunk? What is, like it's all these things now of how I think you wait on these things until not the last possible second, but until you're like, all right, clearly this is right now. They're saying clearly the world is not going to be where it normally is in mid May or end of May. 
that's the read PlayStation and its business analysts and everybody else is taking on it. And so then you have to start extrapolating out of like how far does that actually look and what is, what are those repercussions? And then yeah, for Ghost, like cool now does Last of Us take Ghost Spot and does Ghost move into the fall or into you know twenty twenty one? Does it I, I mean at what point? At what point as PlayStation do you look at the Last of Us Part Two and be like, or in Ghost of Tsushima probably and like other games they have coming out this year and be like. Yo, fuck it. We'll just have them be cross-platform launch titles. That's been PS4. a big question, right? Of yeah, do you think the, actually? So, I, like I said, I put it on Twitter, right? Uh, Paris, of course, our friend, uh, who for some reason hates oven-baked ribs, and I'll never understand. But you can hear more about it on Gamer Tag Radio. Responded goes, my question is if. The Last of Us Part Two is delayed until late summer or fall. Do you hold it until the PlayStation 5 launch and promote it as a cross-gen title and potentially show off PS5's enhancements if they exist? And I, I mean, I think the answer might be yes. And I think that's right. why you don't put a year on it. Like, I think like, I think at that point you're like, all right, our year is fucked right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we got to make some we got to make some moves. If we're going to delay, we've, we've delayed Last of Us from February. We're now delaying it from May. And we could say, hey, late summer, and we can estimate that that's when things will be better. But we don't know. Me and Tim were talking about this during the Kind of Funny Games Daily Post show. Yeah. We were saying about how um, at this point, we're all just expecting the worst because we don't really – like, you want, you want to be positive about life. You want to be positive about, positive about things. But you also, you also want to look at things through the realest lens you can and prepare for the worst if the worst happens. And so – all of us, I think, right now are collectively preparing for the worst. And I think for them, the worst probably is like, hey, PS5 gets delayed and we're not able to launch any of our big games in the timeline we want to launch them. Worst case scenario, and this and this might actually work to our benefit, we just launch them all with the PS5 and just have that be a banger launch lineup. The thing the, the thing also that kind of plays into that, too, is say... say what, what, where Tim's coming at from, like, what if Final Fantasy VII Remake is the last big game of the year because yeah. of all this? Say Last of Us gets delayed, uh, Ghost of Tsushima gets delayed indefinitely. That then rolls over to Cyberpunk and, like, other games, other big games that are coming out this year. When everything gets better, do those all just release at the same time? Like, do we have, like, a, a two to three month period where we're just getting triple A after triple A after triple A, like that. <laughs> but you not, wouldn't, right? right? Like, because you'd be worried about cannibalizing everybody, and that's the problem yeah, that's with the this. Thing. Is that it's yeah. sudden, and like I say, that's the problem. It's also, I guess, kind of the solution is the way that like everything we've talked about, right? And so, not to you know say the same conversations over and over again, but. With this lockdown fucking up not only releases of games, it's fucking up the making of games. Where, like we've talked about it, people are not doing mocap the way they should be for the games. Timelines are, th- are thrown askew forever. So if it becomes that suddenly there is a six-month moratorium on AAA games, right? And it is that 2020 becomes 2021. And to your point, yeah, yeah it is like, cool, in January, you know, we they're officially launching the PlayStation 5 in January or whatever with Last of Us Part Two, And then Ghost of Tsushima comes out three months later. And then, yeah, Cyberpunk's in the mix there. And it, it's just yeah. so fucking crazy to see how it all domino out. Yeah. Um, so it's, there's a lot happening right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like once again, like this, this sucks. There, there are things that suck way more out in the world. And so I don't want to like act like this. Of course, like, of course. No, no, like no. The, and I think they do a good the, job of putting the, that out there, of course. That, yeah, this is us. This this sucks as fans. It sucks for the employees of Naughty Dog who are making this game and have crunched to make this game. It sucks for the fans who want to play the game. Obviously, a bunch of other shit sucks, and you know that because yeah. you watch the real news, and you're watching a video game show. Obviously, <laughs> all of this gets suspended at any point because somebody's sick. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not what it's supposed to yeah. be. In fact, on that uh, uh, line, Chris, 
Chris Anka, of course, famed comic book artist, uh, wrote in uh, on Twitter and said, if this means my friends at Naughty Dog get to relax during this quarantine and actually recover from their crunch and be able to stay safe and healthy, delay it for as long as they need. Which I think, yes, here, here. Yeah. Although that does raise the question, though, of this is what we talk about with crunch. And I think when Jason reported on the Naughty Dog crunch, um, it's one thing to crunch to a date, but then when the date moves, okay, cool. We were crunching for this February release. Well, fuck, now it's got moved to May. Okay, yeah. we'll crunch to the May release. Okay, now it's indefinite. So it's like, yeah, that's, at that's, what point that's, is Evan Wells and Neil Druckmann going to be send out the Slack message of like, hey, Last Last of Us Part Two is done. No one look at it. No one touch it. I don't think that ever happens, right? That's at least no. and again, I've never made a game, but I do understand that a game is never finished. People always want to do more. They always want to tweak more. What this actually looks like is that would move on for these people as they're in this definite. In, and granted, you would hope and you would think that there is a date. They have a date in mind for what the new date is. But again, it's all contingent on is the world got its shit together. Can they actually ship yeah. this game people places? And that's the thing. Like, you know, them delaying from February to May just meant, in theory, three to four months, four more months of crunch. And right now from this work from home situation, maybe that is like, hey, we're not doing as much because we're not able to do as much. But once once they get back into the studio in physical form, I'm sure that like that stuff starts starts up again Yeah. Um, to some extent. Uh, Quick Killings writes in with, I think, something we've ta- touched on, but gives it in a very straightforward manner, which is good. I get people being disappointed. However, to the people who are mad, look at yourselves in the mirror. There's a real pandemic in the world. The game will release when it releases. Just like other games and entertainment, that's delayed. Of course. Here, here. I yeah. want to make sure. That, I think we've driven that message home, but to let you know that, yes, this is not... I've, I, I yeah. haven't seen it because I've been running on this so much, but I have a, cu- bunch of, a couple people in here being like... Why are people being asshats about this? I'm like, I haven't seen that of people in the comments yeah, being I think was, morons that, to PlayStation, but fuck them if they that's are. That's probably definitely a thing where you have to like click into the replies to the PlayStation tweet, and you probably see yeah. them there. And it's one of those things where, like, I think for us, like for sensible people, like there's probably more way more sadness than than anger. Like, I don't think there's any anger coming from the side of sensible people who from real know fans, that this is yeah. a thing. Yeah, from fans and like people who know, like people who are aware, people who know that like this is a thing that uh, needed to happen, and this is out of their control. Um, and even if it like even if it's in their control, like I I can't get mad at, at a delay really. Like do what you need to do. It's your product. Uh, do do whatever. I got one. Com- um, I got but, two comments that bridge together. I'm sorry. You want to keep going? Go for it. No, 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 no. Go say? for it. You want to lay some people? No, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was just gonna say we're more sad than mad. Exactly. I'm, we're not mad. We're disappointed. Uh, Joe yeah. tweets, and I want to. I think there's a better tweet that follows it up. Uh, do you think PlayStation is missing out on a massive opportunity to reach a wider base of gamers who otherwise wouldn't have the time slash interest in these games? But then Individual Eleven says, "Why isn't digital only a good option?" I think those questions go hand in hand, right? Um, to Joe's question, yes, of course. Suddenly, all these gamers are home. Gaming's up 700% or whatever that one thing we talked about on Games Daily it is. I'm sure PlayStation would love to be able to release this and get it into everybody's hands. That cannot happen right now. The stores, that, the stores that specialize in selling video games are not open. And not everybody is digital. And not everybody is signed up on a .com to get it delivered to them. You can't roll the dice here and, as I said earlier, cut your nose off to spite your face. You can't go ahead and say, all right, cool, it's digital only, and then that game sells X millions less than it would have. And I know that that's whatever, but in a in a blockbuster uh, video game economy we exist in, right, like sales numbers matter, and PlayStation wants yeah. to make sure they make money back on this. Especially for The Last of, Last of Us Part Two, which is probably going to be a big physical game that people pick up. Like, losing out on those sales and going digital only is probably going to just fuck up that launch uh, to some extent. And so I can I can see why they they'd be like no we're, we we want to have this release be a traditional physical digital release, um, but then also like I, I 
I think it also comes back to the thing of readiness a little bit, at least, like, sure. as far as as far as like, hey, maybe they just can't release digital either because they're it won't the game won't be to the point of polish that they wanted to by that time because of everybody working from home and not being able to test as well. Yeah, and so I mean that's the thing is I think you know if everybody would listen to Greg Miller when I said digital is the future, digital only is the future. If you all had done that, you could be playing Last of Us right now, but you've all fucked up, and I'm not going to take any responsibility for it because I told you about this. I mean, if, if, they, if they did go digital only, that could really usher in, like, the whole digital feature thing. The only the thing that sucks, though, is that oh, I, well, I, was joking. I don't think we're at the... I'm not really blaming people for this. <laughs> well, no, 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 no yeah. But I, I think the thing that sucks, too, is that, like, you kind of alluded to this earlier, but we're not at the... We don't have the infrastructure, at least in the U.S., yeah. for everybody to just pick the game up digital. Like, there's a lot of areas where internet sucks, and yep. that's just not an option for people. I do think that you're, we're going to come out of this with more people buying digital games than ever. But I don't think yet at, we're at the we're not at the tipping point where Sony could be like, "This is all you got," because you have to say that from the beginning again with as many pre-orders that are out there and stuff like. And not to mention, yeah. like PlayStation at this moment still needs brick and mortar retail for the launch of the PlayStation Five. If they were to fuck people over that way right now, it'd be this again domino. There's so many ripples and goddamn domino effects in this conversation. But yeah, what, what would be why would Walmart, who is still open, right, and Best Buy, who's doing at least an SF uh, drive-up pickup shit, why would they, like, be cool with the PlayStation 5 taking up shelf space or promoting that at all? Um, oh, that's a good one. Colton Simpson says, what happens to all of us uh, with the pricey limited edition slash Ellie editions if the game suffers a long delay and GameStop doesn't survive the pandemic? Uh, yeah, that's a great question. I imagine yeah. not knowing much is that, you'd get your money refunded and then that stock would be re-released to other retailers. Like it's not like I'm going to sit in a GameStop warehouse, but I think timelines again would get all fucked up in terms of when it goes out of business and where it all goes from there. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, yeah, we're covering, I think we've covered a lot of these questions here because everybody's talking about, yeah, what happens to Ghost of Shima? What happens to PlayStation five? The answer is we don't know. And now when it's do you think we, what do you think they say that Ghost of Shima is indefinitely delayed? I think we get further into this because I think right now the, the the idea is that Naughty Dog and or I'm sorry, uh, Last of Us and Iron Man are in clear and present danger, right? For all intents mm-hmm. and purposes, you're a month, month and a half from those games being out, and so you look at it, and you're like, this will not stand, this isn't going to work. So with Ghost, you imagine you'd get a month and a half out, right? That you'd sit there, which is only which is June, right? So like this time next month, would you see an announcement about Ghost? But again, to your point, right? you get that close to it and suddenly it is even if everything's fixed i guess that's the fucked up thing about this even if everything's fixed by the time ghost's release date is there do you still release ghost there or do you push ghost to put last of us there or do you push last of us past that and then because then you're gonna have an argument from people of like wait you pushed last of us indefinitely why is ghost coming out before that if that wasn't delayed when this was delayed and they have to go well yeah it's this whole thing of what we promised ghost do you want us to double do are we disappointing two groups of gamers now yeah i I mean i think that's the hope with them not including ghost in this uh yeah like this indefinite delay is that hey maybe things are fixed by then and yeah ghost is able to to go up and then we'll just We'll just schedule Last of Us Part 2 for maybe a month or two after that that point. Final word comes from Jake Decker over at GameSpot who responded oh. to my tweet and said, Heartbroken, but I'm happy Sony and Naughty Dog are playing it safe during these unprecedented times. Of course, ladies and gentlemen. Agreed. Oh, man, blessing. What a day. <laughs> what, what, a a, day. what a crazy world we currently exist in. And when are we going to your... get happy news? Ever since I joined... I was going to say, I this got... is your first four months in the industry. Yeah, yeah. it's like E3 is canceled, GDC is canceled, Last of Us Part 2 has been delayed indefinitely. Like, Man, can we just get like... Oh, no, man. 
And now it's like Half-Life 3 or something. We'll go play Alex, you know? I don't have a VR because... It's like I have the, the VR for the you, but then you don't have a PC that works. That's the problem. Yeah, and so I got to wait till I get to the office, and I don't know when that's going to be. Yeah. You could just go live in the office when. for a while. That could be your containment area, you know? I'd be, I mean, I'd, I'd be down with that. No I'll like that just in general. Can I just go to the office and just record from the office? Probably. I don't know. If nobody else is there? I think so, right? That sounds right. I might do that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a special, special breaking news segment for PSI Love You XOXO. If you didn't know, PSI Love You XOXO posts each and every Tuesday in the morning. You can get it on YouTube.com slash Games. You can get it as a podcast on podcast services around the globe. No matter where you get it, thank you so much. You can be part of the show, Patreon.com slash Games. But don't feel like you have to. You can follow us on Twitter. You can do all that stuff. But more than anything, like, subscribe. I almost screwed up subscribe. And share it. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.